0: Yeah, it's the donuts. Uh, <laughs> donuts have been demonstrated to
1: make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> for for just a little while. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain, and we've been friends for more than twenty years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and we talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast.
0: We're back at the Hopper Podcast. Yeah. I got a topic for the hopper. Yes. Um, and, and it it is lucky and unlucky people. Yes. I asked you to do some research to find out the luckiest people you
1: could find. Yeah. Uh Um, yeah, thankfully, I I just read what you gave me. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so I yeah. did the research and just yeah, I, but we'll, I don't we'll know just, which. I we'll don't pull this, back the curtain.
0: Yeah, this is this is how it works. I go and do the research. Okay, so I don't know, but I didn't look at the stuff that you had.
1: Yeah, that's right. And um, there are internet stories of people who are lucky and unlucky, and we want to share some of them. Uh, they're... Pretty interesting. You want to start? Sure. Let's see. You do the unlucky, and I'm doing the lucky. Okay. Yep. So here's an unlucky person
0: um, whose name is Kostas Mitsotakis. Whoa. He's a Greek man. Uh, he's a filmmaker, okay. and he's often called the unluckiest person in the world. He, hmm. um, he's Greek, but he lived in Spain uh, in 2011, and he lived in a very small town in yeah. Spain, and the entire town got together and bought a lottery ticket and uh they won the lottery mm-hmm. he was the only person in town that didn't contribute to that lottery <laughs> ticket even though said they were crazy and they'd never win yeah, he that, well He's no, keeping he, his dollar so, uh, what i understand is that he they did this like every time every time the lottery would come up or every oh, day or every week mm-hmm. or something and he was always a part of it but he just wasn't he, he didn't come in on this particular that one particular he, i don't know maybe day. he did that day he didn't show up to contribute uh-huh. his dollar or whatever it was his yeah. his uh, uh euro, euro. <laughs> um and so he didn't buy the el gordo lottery ticket and the village together shared nine hundred and twenty-two million dollar jackpot. Wow! And he's the only one in
1: town that didn't get any money. And they didn't give him any. They didn't give him. He, a- he participated all the time except for once. Except for once. And no one's gonna say, "Hey, they didn't give him a penny." We should share. Oh wow, that's pretty unlucky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of oh, rotten man. too. Uh, I'll see. Let's talk about a lucky guy, Bill okay. Morgan truck yeah. driver living a very humble life in a Dodge Caravan and driving with a CDL, I believe. Um, he has this, this terrible accident okay. and develops a heart condition. Yeah. So far, it doesn't sound like he's that lucky. Yeah. Um, okay. Then he has an allergic reaction to the drug treatment. Yeah. And his heart stops for 14 minutes. Eventually, he is revived but remains in a coma for 12 days. And then they're deciding whether they're going to keep him on life support or not. Um, but he—this sounds terrible. I know, but he makes a full recovery. Yeah, and it says that he, after that point, uh, started doing some soul searching. Okay, and he begins to change his life. And one of the things he did—he got a new job. He proposed to his girlfriend, and she said yes. And so from there, it just gets better and better. And he buys a lottery ticket. Okay, what do you call it—a scratchy ticket? Yeah, and he wins a new car. Okay. And so the local television news says this is an interesting story. Let's do a little a little uh, segment on him. And he buys another ticket so that he can demonstrate. Like they just want pictures of him scratching a ticket for their reel. Uh You know, they're. Uh, their story about how he won a new car and it, the ticket that he bought ends up being worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! And so on the on the air he went, you know, he's like, "I just won two hundred fifty thousand dollars." So, <laughs> wow, lucky Bill,
0: lucky Bill. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Wow. Okay, let's go back to the unlucky side. Um, have you heard of Violet Jessup? Oh yeah. Do you know about her? Well, yeah. Our friend Violet. Our friend Violet. Um, okay, so she, in 1911, Violet Jessup, she was working on the RMS Olympic ocean liner. Okay. Um, it collided with a British warship and everybody had to be abandoned. She mm-hmm. had to abandon ship. Later on, a year later, she was working on the sister ship of that same exact ship, which was called the Titanic. Mm. It hit an iceberg. Yes. And she had to abandon ship. Then later, she was also working on the Britannic, which was the third mm-hmm. of the three that were built, exactly mm-hmm. the same. And that uh, also sank, and she had to abandon ship. Wow. She was working on
1: all three of those when they went down. Wow. Can you imagine the trauma? Incredible. Why is she still getting on boats? Yeah, yeah. PTSD. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, Hey, there's a guy named uh, Melvin Roberts. Uh, He's lucky, uh, sort of. Okay. Uh, Some of these stories, I'm like, I don't think this qualifies as lucky, by the way. But um, this one, it's odd. He's been struck by lightning 11 times in 12 years. Um,
0: 11 times in 12 years? That sounds terrible.
1: It doesn't seem to really matter uh, the weather or the location um, if it's at all gonna <laughs> potentially have lightning, it finds him. Yeah, and strikes him and he survives it. It's like he's a lightning rod. I remember seeing a story like this on like a 60 minute news show when I was a kid. Yeah, I don't know the same guy or different people, but apparently this is, this is a thing. There are people who just get struck by lightning over and over again. Good grief! Yeah, I, there was a lucky or unlucky. You make the you make the call, right? I
0: I would think that's unlucky, but I suppose if you survive, whatever. Right. Uh, it's the. Uh, um... The Great Outdoors. Did you ever see the John Candy yeah, movie, yeah. The Great yeah. Outdoors? Dan Aykroyd. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a hilarious movie, a classic. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's a, a sh- you know very bit character in there about a guy who's been hit in the head by like <laughs> right. 97 times or <laughs> <Yeah>. something. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: What okay. you got?
0: Yeah. Unlucky. So let me tell you about uh, Pixie Rogers. Pixie's, Pixie. Yeah. And uh, when she was 18, she fell off a cruise ship and down an open manhole. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, later, as she grew up, um, she she lived in Maine. She was a consignment shop owner, and she was uh, in separate instance, uh, instances, she was strangled, she was mugged. She was struck by lightning twice. Mm. Uh, years later, uh, a bat got caught in her hair. And it was so stuck in there, she had to go to a vet to get it cut out. Um, and she uh, she's had a number of other accidents like that. And when she was interviewed about all these terrible things that happened to her, she said, dying doesn't scare me, but living scares the crap out of me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're talking about mutually exclusive events, I bet we could find lots of people who have had you know a, a tally of unlucky like thing really <laughs> terrible things like yeah. over and over and yeah. over again yeah well okay this guy um uh i think he, it's called uh martin it's spelled in an odd way martin okay. de jong um he was a cyclist and in 2014 he was on uh, an airline uh flight scheduled and at the last moment yeah um he he missed the plane and that plane crashed And there were no survivors. And then the next year, again, he was uh, scheduled to be on a flight and uh, couldn't make the... He changed his itinerary at the last moment. And that flight went missing over the Indian Ocean and no one has been found. Oh, wow. So uh, twice in two years, he he dodged a a plane crash. Wow. Yeah.
0: Once would be pretty significant, but twice. Yeah, twice in two years. That's pretty lucky. Yeah. Okay, so here's another one that's like sort of unlucky or sort of lucky. It's hard uh-huh. to know which. Right. Right. Um, Tsutomu Yamaguchi. Do yeah. you know this story? I do know this story. Yeah. Um, he um, was a young naval engineer working for Mitsubishi. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on a business trip in 1945 to Hiroshima. Yeah. And he was there on August 6th.
1: Yeah I, know. yeah, I know this the, guy. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: you, you know, when the uh, uh, atomic bomb was dropped there. Right. And he remembers seeing it. He describes it as a lightning of huge magnesium flare, and then he lost consciousness. Yeah. He woke he up. He survived the he bombing survived. at Nagasaki. He did. He survived it. Sorry, Hiroshima. In Hiroshima, yeah. I just stole your thunder. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's exactly right, yeah. because he went back home to, to Nagasaki, Nagasaki yeah. where he joined his wife and his young child there, uh, and their young child, on August 8th, mm-hmm. and the morning of the 9th was when the atomic bomb dropped yeah.
1: there. He survived both of them.
0: That's right. Yeah, That's right. That's, that's he, unlucky and lucky, yeah. He died at the age of 93 in 2010.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the, the, with was all that radiation and still live and that, still live. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, here's a guy again, lucky or unlucky, I'm not real sure. Okay, uh, his name's Michael Holmes. And he's a skydiver. He's had like seven thousand jumps. He's a he's a pro. Yeah, um, and he is jumping, and at four thousand feet, his main chute won't open. Okay, okay? it it. It uh, won't fully open, so it's just tangled, and he's falling. He's free-falling with this dangling cord. Yeah. And then he tries to release his reserve chute, and no luck with that. And so you, there's actually video footage of him from uh, his helmet. He's waving goodbye, thinking he's certainly going to die. Uh-huh. Um, he thuds on the ground and survives. What? Yeah, Um Miraculously, uh, he had some injuries, but uh not not terrible injuries hmm. um, so i don't know if he's lucky or unlucky, but he yeah. made, he fell to the earth from thousands <laughs> from of thousands feet. of feet up maybe you know with a little bit of drag, but still sure. falling still sure. free falling hits the ground and lives wow, yeah,
0: okay, how about this um i I got two more melanie martinez um she lives in Louisiana she's a school bus driver and she lives just on the coast of the Gulf Coast in Louisiana yeah. and she has lost her house five times to hurricanes hmm. she gets money to rebuild, rebuild from it. insurance rebuilds it five times her house has been destroyed by the hurricane yeah that's unlucky that's pretty bad
1: yeah uh this is uh Betty Lou Oliver she was in the Empire State Building in 1945 uh which is during World War II yeah. when a, a B25 bomber crashed into the uh the 80th floor. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I didn't either. Um and apparently this has been fact-checked, but okay, I I didn't yeah. I, not by me. Okay. Um and she was just one floor below that. So that was pretty lucky that she yes. was just a floor below, but also unlucky that um she did sure. suffer some burns from yeah, that yeah, accident. Yeah. As they were trying to uh evacuate her, they had the rescue squad there, um, put her in in the elevator, and they had no idea that the elevator cables were damaged. And as they started to descend, uh, the the elevator f- had a free fall of seventy five <gasps> floors to the basement of the building. Oh my goodness! And she survived that also. <laughs> what? So, um, yeah, I don't. Is that lucky? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um That's that's one of those lucky <laughs> unlucky things. There are a lot of those in this. Okay,
0: so yeah. let me tell you. I got one more and that this is the this is really is unlucky. Uh Robert Todd Lincoln. Robert Todd Lincoln was the son of Abraham Lincoln. Uh-huh. And he was with his dad the night he was shot and killed. He was mm-hmm. with his dad in the theater there. Mm-hmm. Uh Robert Todd Lincoln. Then um he grew up, and he uh, in, in 1881 he became a uh, a lawyer, and then he became he, he because of his name maybe in part um, he became the secretary of war under uh, President James A. Garfield. Okay. Okay. So that's that's pretty good. He's got a good career. Um, he was scheduled to travel with President Garfield by train, but uh, President Garfield then was assassinated. Hmm. While he was, uh, while they were preparing to get on the train, and he hmm. was there with him. Hmm. Then, two decades later, he was uh, in. Um, he was still in, uh, operating in his career, and he was on his way to see President William McKinley. Hmm. And he wasn't with President McKinley, but he was on his way to a meeting with hmm. President McKinley when McKinley was shot. And killed as well. He's like an angel of death. He's an angel of... He's a presidential angel of death. He was basically there for three assassinations of the president. Hmm. He was like not involved in any of them, Uh but he was basically with three presidents who died,
1: including his father. Odd. Very odd. Yeah. You don't want him to... You don't want to have him around. Well, here's a guy... Now, this is very lucky. Okay. This, this is amazing. This okay. is like uh, I'm to yeah. hear this one. Um, this, this guy is uh, he's he's in Japan, and he is going to be uh, executed, and okay. the death is going to be by beheading. Okay. So he is uh, leaned over, and the executioner is there, and he raises his sword to chop off his head. Yeah. The executioner is struck by lightning. <laughs> He raised his lightning rod in the air. Right. He's struck by lightning and perishes. And uh, the authorities thought this was such a strange circumstance that they let him go. Wow. <laughs> like maybe, maybe he wasn't meant to die. Um, yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, you my know? goodness. So no, I got some more, though. This this is also okay, crazy. Tell me another good one. Lucky. Okay. Um, there's a woman who, yeah. uh, Lena is her name. Yeah. And she lost her wedding ring while she was doing some Christmas baking. Yeah. She took it off and it went missing. Yeah. And they never found it, okay, until 16 years later. Yeah. They found it because uh, she was pulling up carrots in their garden and around one of the carrots was her ring. Oh, my goodness. It was around a carrot in the ground of her garden. As she pulled up... Yeah, yeah. So the theory is that you know maybe they had composted stuff from the kitchen, yeah. and her ring got put yeah. in the compost. And then years later, the compost was spread, spread. and it was just kind of on the ground somewhere. Yeah. And then they had thrown seeds for uh, carrots, oh my and goodness. a carrot happened to grow through her ring that was laying in the soil somewhere. Wow. And, uh, yeah, As and they she pulled the carrot.
0: 16 years 16 later. 16
1: years later, she finds her ring on a carrot. Wow. That's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, that's that's very lucky. Yeah. Um what do you think about luck in general?
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is is uh is there such a thing as luck? These are coincidences. Mm-hmm. Um these are coincidences that I don't know. I I don't know what I think about luck exactly. Yeah. Um because if you if you look long enough, there's gonna be coincidences of all kinds. Right, right. There's just so much data in the world. How many people have gotten their heads chopped off? That well, maybe right. maybe we don't want to think about that. But you know where lightning didn't strike. Yeah, didn't, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So, and so the, you say the one that did. There's there's so many people. Mm-hmm. S- some weird accident is bound to happen because there's just so many of them. Yeah. And then we, we draw our attention to the
1: one thing. And so, yeah, I, it may just be a coincidence. Well, I mean, I think, well, yeah. But we would say that guy was lucky. Because sure. the norm is you get your head chopped off, right? You're being executed. They're raising the sword to cut your head off. That's what happens. Yes. And so that would, to me, is the definition of luck. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, you should have died, but... Miraculously, sure, yeah, um, but it is a coincidence. I mean, it's just a, it's a natural phenomenon. What now? What do we mean by natural, though? Yeah, yeah. So what's natural? It's mm-hmm. I mean, just the way things normally work. Mm-hmm.
0: On the other hand, it's not normal that when someone gets their head chopped off, this is why yeah. do we use this as an example? We could have yeah. used the carrot and the ring thing <laughs> right, or right. Uh, yeah, yeah. sinking ships or whatever. But okay, it's normal when somebody gets their head chopped off that they actually get their head chopped off. Yeah. But it's
1: also normal that lightning strikes various places, right. and, I mean, that happens all the time. Yep. It's not common for you, or likely, for you to be struck by lightning, but people do get struck by lightning. Right. Yeah. And, and so- It could be you. It could be you. Yeah. Right. That's right. And just what you're happening to do at the time is <laughs> somewhat incidental, but- um you know Christians use a different terminology, but to me it's it's the same concept right sure. so it's just like semantics. The world says lucky and unlucky, and yeah. we say providential right 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 um providence that, yeah god's provident. like this guy is going to be executed, and providentially uh, his executioner was struck by lightning right um and what a Christian says, they're, what they're saying is it's not chance; it's not random acts. There right, is a right. personal God who is involved in every aspect of His creation, yeah. and He makes these decisions of who lives and dies and what happens. Um, and yet, that all is so mysterious. Yes, that I'm—I don't—I'm fine saying good luck or oh know, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Because it's—it's it's a similar concept. I'm a believer. You're a believer. We know God's in charge. We know he doesn't he doesn't author uh, sin, but um what we consider bad things he definitely does um you know natural yeah. phenomena i mean so it's it, th- that is a whole big quagmire right sure you mean of of uh you know what does it mean that god's sovereign? yeah of understanding that we will never quite have sure um there's a there's a mystery there there is um, yeah and uh you know have you ever been tempted to deism? Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. So let me explain for people who are listening. Yeah. A deist, there's a, an analogy of, of of the watchmaker. He um, he makes the clock and he winds the clock and it's it's designed to function on its own. Yeah. And then he lets it go. Yeah. And the the world is operating by its systems yeah. and its rules of gravity and yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, electronegative. Attractions and atoms and all—all all those things are operating because God put them into place, right? And the, and He's kind of back watching. Now, that's not what most Christians believe. That's, that's right. Most Christians believe in God's um, active providence of not yes. only creating but sustaining the universe. That every snowflake, when you look out and there's like a, a you know a zillion snowflakes falling, He has the trajectory of all of them in mind. Right. Right. Um, and yet, somehow, as he foreordains whatever comes to pass, he does not author sin and That's he doesn't right. control everything. So it's not it's not like we're robots in a script. Um, and that I think is incredibly difficult yes. to understand. Yes. And there's just a mystery that you have to kinda hem in. Um, you know, when I say hem in, we're gonna we're gonna work at both sides until we get to a place where we've got the truth, but we can't we can't get to the place where the truth is, but we know that God doesn't make us do evil things. And we also know that this life is not random.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, Proverbs 16, 33 says, the lot is cast into the lap, but it's every decision is from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that's the the image there is like of dice or something that when you roll dice, the Lord is the one who determines what comes up on it. Mm Mm-hmm yeah and so it seems like chance the whole point is what
1: seems like chance is not, yeah, and yet um he does operate um we have to say with with predictable probabilities and things like sure, flipping yeah. a coin and, that's right and, and that's dice. right, that's right, and so it's not like he's making some some uh active decision exactly. It's harder to comprehend, isn't it? I don't
0: even know that I would think about active versus passive. I uh-huh. don't want to... An illustration that I often use when I teach about this is I'll drop a pen, and you can't see me drop it to, if you're listening, but um, I know that the pen drops at 9.81 meters per second square. I know that because it that's what gravity on the Earth mm-hmm. is. It drops at 9.81 meters per second square. That's the acceleration of gravity. And... It, but it is, I know that because the Lord is so faithful in doing what he's doing. It is him uh, doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over and over
1: and over again. So um, I asked you if you'd ever been tempted yeah. to deism. If yeah, you want to explain? Well, so yeah, tempted to deism uh,
0: to say... You know my the temptation of deism is these are really bad things that are happening, uh and God's not involved at all and he, because if he was really involved, if he was mm-hmm. really paying attention, that he would change things mm-hmm. and I don't really want uh it's hard for me to believe in a God who loves and sees what's going on and lets this continue, yeah, it's a lot easier for me to believe. Oh, God really does love, but he 's not paying attention mm-hmm. yeah um, but that's in the immediate, but if I play that out, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it becomes hey, we're on
1: our own, and there's no hope for us, mm-hmm. and that i can't go there. you know it's interesting i when I ask that question, my temptation is less about bad things that happen, okay, and more about what you just illustrated um gravity is, and it's predictable to uh, such clear measuring I mean, yeah you know, yeah. We can see yeah. that it this is the this is what gravity is and and when you describe it that way it's as if God you're saying God is making a decision that anything that falls will fall at this rate yeah continually yeah right yeah and for me I say yeah, I guess so but um, maybe maybe it's just that he's, he that decision is somehow an automatic pilot for him. isn't that um, deism then? Well, that's why I say that's the, that's the temptation. I think that's deism. deism. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's how I would be tempted to deism. I'm not tempted to deism in the way that you described. I see. Um, okay. I'm more tempted in that way to say he's he's made systems, um, and and yet uh, that's a mystery because it how is, would, sure. how would he have what what part of his person would be on the automatic? You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's a uh, it's philosophical and unknowable. Um, what we we claim from uh, from the Christian perspective, you know, you look at um, uh, you look at Paul's letters, yeah. um, Colossians, yeah. uh, that that Jesus is sustaining right um, his creation. Yes, then we talk about this sort of active faithfulness that um, that everything will behave the way that it does because he makes it so, not yeah. just once. Constantly,
0: right right yeah yeah in Matthew 626 in the Sermon on the Mount Jesus says that God is the one who feeds the birds and uh, earlier in that same sermon Matthew 5:45 he says that God is the one who sends the rain mm-hmm. and so in these like natural processes, God is the one who's actively doing these things
1: yeah and I'd say actively doing them or um, established or having established them that's the part where I'm like yeah okay. I I'll go with the I'll go with the uh, um historical perspective, right? Yeah. Because I'm in good yeah. company. Yeah. Um and that's often when I ask people who are members of cults and right. I say, "Why do you why would you feel so confident as to leave?" The great cloud of witnesses of our historical orthodoxy that say that Jesus is actually a member of the Trinity, yeah, and we have so much scripture. Why would? How? What's the yeah. impetus to do yeah, that? Yeah, right. yeah, um, And so I, I feel like I'm in good company, and I'm, yeah. I'm gonna hang my, my hat there. But um, there is so much that we don't know. We're finite creatures. Fair enough. And sometimes we talk about stuff that we think we know. Yeah. And uh, and I, I think we'll be surprised when we, you know. When we get to the next age and maybe we have a little bit more information. Maybe Maybe we won't. Maybe so. Yeah. Hard to say. Well, if
0: you've got a story, an interesting story about uh, a coincidence or of something that was really lucky or unlucky, or if you have a different way of understanding how God fits into all this— uh, you can write us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 214-267-9287. I'd love to hear some more stories of, uh, of lucky and unlucky or things. Providential, if you want to call providential, it. Yeah.
1: Providential or Have,
0: unprovidential?
1: <laughs> yeah. however,
0: you, however you want to say it. However you want to say it.
1: Hey, this is Dave with The Hopper Podcast. If you can't find a politician or a media outlet that represents your views, you're not alone. You've got a home right here. We've broken free from the cultural and political narratives that dominate the landscape. There are more of us than you might realize. So help us grow the Hopper Podcast. Find your favorite episode and click the share button and put it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or somewhere else. Thanks. Willie. Yeah. I lost a bet. Uh-huh. And I brought you your red stripe. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy that red stripe.
0: Uh-huh. I haven't had that in a long time. It's a Jamaican beer. Yeah. Um, I had trouble
1: finding it. Did you really? It's not as prevalent here, huh? In Kentucky,
0: I guess I learned to drink it when uh, you know got used to it in Miami, and man, it was everywhere yeah. there. Yeah, and then it was also pretty common in North Carolina when I lived there.
1: Yeah, Virginia has it. Uh, yeah, there's been a yeah, you know, yeah, a anyway. number of beers like that.
0: It was good, and you're drinking something right now. What
1: are you drinking? I'm drinking KBS.
0: Okay, what is that now?
1: Uh, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Stout. Oh, okay. So it's dark. It's yes. meaty. You chew it. Okay and it uh it's it's high octane and it's got uh lots of flavor and uh one of the flavors is a distinct bourbon flavor. So. Uh, yeah, I like those. Yeah. I like
0: those. But I don't know them by name. Yeah. The way that you do. I'm not on right. a first name basis right. with
1: uh with my beers. No, yeah, no, I'm I'm friends with these beers. <laughs> yeah. We're we're buddies. I wouldn't drink a red stripe anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, I'll drink
0: just about anything.
1: Well, we don't need to get back into that. We don't need to get but back into
0: that. Your beer hobobery. yes, yeah. and your beer snobbery. That's right. Okay, so Dave, I ran across um, uh, a guy online, and uh, I want to. I printed out his name for you. Okay. And I want you to. I, I'm not quite sure how I would pronounce his name, so I'm gonna. Sh- I'm gonna give you this piece of paper. All right, and see if you can pronounce see i want to see how you would pronounce this guy's
1: name okay that is a long name it's pretty long yeah it looks like o vu view 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 and yet tian wu view ug mug, bem osas wow Boy, you are the most insensitive
0: person. I can't believe that <laughs> you are. <laughs> yes, I butchered that name. You butchered his name. All right. I, so he actually pronounces his own
1: name yeah. here in this YouTube
0: video. Let me see Does if I can do it
1: slowly enough for me to even understand the syllables. Maybe. Let's see. You are from? Where are from? Yes.
0: Uh, I be I'm from Edu State. Edu State. Uh, okay. Interesting. So, what is your name? My name. Yes, your name. My name is Ovu Vuen Vuen Enyet Tuen Osas.
1: Hmm, pardon? Come again.
0: Ovu Vuen Vuen Enyet Tuen Uuen Osas.
1: Wow. Um, I mean, what is your name? Your name? Your name? How Now My name I call for you now. Tell it again. Ovu Vuen Vuen Enyet Tuen Uuen Osas. Spill He's very serious about it. <laughs> like, he's getting annoyed with this guy. He is getting a, yeah. He's Mr. Osas is very patient. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? I just said my name three times in a row. Dummy. <laughs> oh, 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 my vu- goodness. And then he made it vo vo for the V-U-E. Vua, vua, And yet when vu- vu- uh vu- vu. <laughs> yeah. Then I and then the Osas I got the- Mr. Osas, <laughs> so Mr. Osas, Mr. Osas. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's got actually Mr. Osas has
0: a bunch of videos out there. Uh, if you want to see this guy, he actually is really hilarious, uh, and he makes fun of his name, which is why I'm happy to make fun of his name really? as well. He didn't
1: look like he's he's amused right there in that video. No, but th- he, he looks has, pretty annoyed. He does, but that's his
0: that's his shtick for sure. And he's got many many videos, mm-hmm. um, and he makes them. This is on his channel, right. And so he makes them, and that's kind of his shtick. He's right. it, like uh, talking to people, and uh, he's patient, but stern. He has, has to repeat his like, name. Like, what in yeah. the world? You, yeah, in yeah. all these different contexts. and <laughs> Then he's got his parents' names, and, and uh, he's, he's actually a pretty funny guy uh, in this real hmm. dry sense of humor. But my understanding is that that's his real name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad I don't have a name like that.
1: Right. I, it, at least I didn't have all the clicks and stuff.
0: Right, no, he he's, he doesn't come from a he's from some African nation. I'm not sure where in Africa he lives. But so
1: I I made up a name for it. my my daughter names everything. Okay, and we had a mess of uh, uh, tadpoles. Yeah, and she wanted to name all of them, and she asked me, oh and, my and everyone in, in the family to to name like five of them or something. You know, wow. So I was trying to come up with a, a really good African <laughs> okay sounding name that used the clicks. Oh, um yeah, and I think it was <laughs> 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 that was one of the tadpoles. Okay. Yeah. How did she feel about that? Um, she was like, "What, dad?" And I was like, "Hey, this people speak like this in other parts." Yes, of I mean, yeah, I don't know right. what I just said, but Yeah. Uh, well, that yeah. was the name of the tadpole. Yeah. So, uh, th- it's gone down in infamy now. As I see. One of Dad's names for the for the tadpole. Well, that was almost going to be Elena's name, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "We can't even say it."
0: your name is unpronounceable like Mr. Osas that's right
1: that's his first that's his first name, his first name. <laughs> yeah forget the two middle names yeah just getting the first name is tough yeah
0: Hey Dave, have you tried any of any CBD products? Ah, uh, you know, see, you
1: know what that is, CBD. I do. I, I can't quite remember. They if They recently I have.
0: popped up um, all over the place.
1: You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I know lots of people who have. I, I'm not. Sure. I don't think I have. If it would have, been, it would have been like a pain cream,
0: um, yeah, maybe a pain cream. Mm-hmm. Cannabidiol, I think, is what CBD stands for. And it is um, a chemical compound that is found in marijuana and hemp, but it is not THC, which is right. uh, in psychoactive. And so it has nothing to do with getting high. You can't get high from it, right. even though it comes from the same plant. Um, I uh, became curious about CBD and just thought I would look into it. Do you know much about CBD? Um, Products... So-
1: uh, well, I know there's a, there's a wide variety of them, and yep. I know that that some people say what I've heard the yep. testimonies, uh, the anecdotal evidence that I've run into that is what I'm saying. Yep, people have said that it helps with pain relief temporarily. Uh-huh. Yes, and then it has a diminishing return, and so you have to use it intermittently. Yeah, you use it, you know, a few times a month, kind of thing, and it can okay. help. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Use it every day, it wears off.
0: Yeah. So. Um as I do, as I do, looked into it, yeah, that's exactly right. And it, mm-hmm. and the way it helps with pain is because it's it reduces inflammation. Yeah, and uh, there's pretty decent evidence that it reduces inflammation, and inflammation causes all kinds of pain. So different kinds right. of right. Yeah, so it's. Uh, And there are other things that reduce inflammation, for sure. That's a lot of how uh, ibuprofen works. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's also, you know, naturally, that's, you know, spinach and and, uh, blueberries. And, you know, we had, you and I ate that together today. Um, There's all those antioxidants that that Uh help to reduce inflammation. So, And it's one of those, one of those kinds of things. Uh, There are tons and tons of other... Anecdotal evidence that Mm -hmm. says that it helps you to sleep, it helps with Uh mood regulation, it helps with all sorts of things. But of all the studies that have been done, uh, compare you know a double blind study where you do it with a placebo and all this, There's almost no evidence
1: of any other benefits, and even the benefits of inflammation are not strong. Yeah, so it's interesting you you say that because what I've heard other people say yeah is that if you if you really want help with mood or sleep or anything other than a temporary pain relief yeah um, it has to have the THC yes so combined with THC yeah then it's it can somehow
0: the the interaction of the CBD with THC is different than mm-hmm. just THC or just CBD uh-huh. and that yeah then you've got sleep and you've got mood regulation you've got lots of things like that yeah now we live in a state where thc is illegal you mm-hmm. can't you can't be using that um we've talked about this before i don't think yeah. it should be illegal and and if it were legal where i was i wouldn't use it i don't think that's a i don't want to go down that road right now because we've talked about it in the past uh-huh. but um cbd products are all over the place and i have know lots of people who just swear by them mm-hmm. but there's been lots of studies and they're just not there's there's no evidence yeah. that they're that they're very effective in in most yeah. of what the
1: people I hear using them say they're good for that they're good it's not there yeah here's the thing that uh, you know th- this is the troubling thing with with studies yeah. and with science is yeah. that yeah. you hear such definitive Answers. Yeah, and then a number of years later, they say there was a flaw in the study. We've redone yep. it. We found new evidence. Yep. There doesn't. There used to be very strong correlations. Now we don't. We don't really see those anymore. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, That disenfranchises people, right? It does. Yeah,
0: it disenfranchises people in part because they don't understand how science works, right? And so, the I, I think mm-hmm. um, when you do a study, one study doesn't prove anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, proving is that. That's why the scientific Research, science has progresses. Has to be duplicated. Has to be duplicated and redone. And you do them over and over and over again, and it's mounting evidence. So one study, you know, that says you know caffeine does this for you, or eggs are bad for you, or whatever. Right. Like people want that kind of r- real simple. Eggs are bad for you. Yeah. Or eggs are good for you like okay it's way more complicated than that and it's good in this way bad in this way i say that
1: to say um i I feel like it's early and if the studies are saying there's no real benefit i'm saying i no, yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you there. I'm not saying it's
0: definitive because yeah. it it's only been about 15 years that they've been doing studies. Yeah. And so, but the studies so far have not shown conclusive research mm-hmm. yet. And so there's still, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that it is doing good, yeah. but placebos also are ridiculously effective. We need to throw that yeah. in the hopper because yeah. I want that I, is an interesting I would concept. Love to- Yes, placebo. the placebos. The placebos yeah. are effective even when someone says, This is a placebo. It has no chemical benefit to you. I want you to take two of these every morning mm-hmm. and see if they're effective. And that, when you do that, the placebos are effective. Anyway, that's a totally different topic. I am to talk right. about it another time. Yeah. But. Is the CBD actually effective? The other, th- another thing that I found out about CBD products is they are not regulated by the government in any way, and so when you ha- right. when you go into a CBD store, um, and the, you know you go to a- buy as- aspirin. Or, or ibuprofen or something like that. It's right. cold medicine. That's all regulated. FDA. It's, that's yeah. FDA regulated. You go to a CBD store, and it's like a supplement. All the supplements, right. it's like buying grass from somebody. I, I don't, I'm don't. i sorry, I shouldn't use grass, because I'm not talking about marijuana. I'm talking about like, it's just like a, buying a pile of rocks or something. like. There's it, not regulated. People can sell well, you whatever they want to sell.
1: Yeah, there is the option for the snake oil salesman. That's, there, there is also, um, you know... Plants have secondary compounds, and yes. a lot of these supplements are based on plants, and, yes. Um, yes. and there are uh, correlations, and there are, are studies that aren't FDA studies, um, and so there may be valid claims. Um, oh, and, and I'm sure there are. Sure, I'm talking about what's what's actually in that bottle. When you mm-hmm. buy a bottle
0: of CBD pills or CBD right. gummies, does it CBD, even have CBD? Does in it have it. CBD in it? It doesn't have to, and they are allowed to say whatever they want to say on that label, mm-hmm. and it's not regulated. They can say this has th- this will help you with your
1: uh, eczema and they they're allowed to say that when it actually right. doesn't. Well, well, yeah, they are but then they also have to say this statement has not been right. validated by the food and drug administration. That could be a but tiny yeah. little thing. Yeah. And and it's not it's not regulated.
0: It's not yeah. regulated. Right. So I got you. I got you. The other thing is that dosages like okay, so what is yeah. the proper dose if it is effective? Right. What is the proper dose? Nobody knows. It's right. all guesswork. Uh-huh. It's completely guesswork. And so um when it comes to like I'm trying to what yeah, what do I my recommendation for people who are using CBD, I am not going to use it. I have mm. no interest. I I mean it's it seems to me like a uh it's it's slightly I th- I think that its popularity comes because it is legal and somehow associated with marijuana. <laughs>
1: Uh huh. Right, and so oh maybe I'll maybe, yeah I've never tried it, but let me ask you this: if you if you had a chronic back pain, yeah, as uh, I have yes. had, um, and you put aspirin cream on your back, yep, um, uh, periodically, you know, yep. every every few days for uh, a number of months, uh huh, and you said, okay, I it helps a little bit, but not a lot. And then you um, you switch and you start using a CBD cream, maybe uh-huh. some particular brand doesn't particularly matter. Okay, you found one that that seems to be working, and you say, okay, uh, compared to the Asper cream, this does a lot more for me. Yeah, um, I'm not sure it would matter much. I agree completely. To you. Yeah. At, at that point, I'll, I'll use whatever's going to work. Right. I get it. I get it. I yeah, understand yeah.
0: that. I have no need to. go. I mean, I, that it's almost from desperation that you're trying to find anything. Right. And, if I, and I have been in that kind of situation before. And I'm, and if I am again, then maybe I'll use CBD just to, see, give, it, just give, to it a whirl, give it a see, shot. Yeah, see what it does. Um, but I'm not in that situation right now. Yeah. And, and I can recognize that the science just doesn't demonstrate yet. And mm-hmm. the chances, I mean, it's not looking good that it's going to be very effective for many things. I
1: think it's, uh, THC is much more effective uh, as a remedy for all yeah, kinds even, of things, even that has debate and different, differing views and studies. Indeed, um, yes, yes, yeah. yes.
0: It's yeah, it's not real clear right. there, and the the uh, research that's been done has only been done on one particular strain of marijuana and these specific kinds of right. things, and so it's a lot uh, to be done. There. there's there's a lot more work to be done there, but that shows way more promise than CBD. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to spend my money on it, because I, I want to spend my money other places, and I'm right. not desperate for... Like donuts. For, yeah, it's the donuts. Uh, <laughs> donuts have been demonstrated to make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> for,
1: for just a little while. For a little while, yeah, and then I I'm get really sad. I'm really happy. <laughs> and,
0: and, and when I get sad, I need to get more donuts, because right. that makes me happy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm hearing
1: you. Yeah. Do you understand how that works? I understand how that works. Actually, ice cream is more effective. Ice cream, donuts, yeah, both yeah. good. Chocolate yeah. chip cookies. Oh, okay. man. All right, we
0: need to take a break because uh, I'm starting o- to get sad. Yeah,
1: we've only had spinach and blueberries today. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, it's time for some,
0: uh, some donuts. For listening to the hopper podcast you made it to the end of this week's episode congratulations you win a booger on a bun that's probably what everybody wants i am sure to claim that prize write us at the at gmail.com or record a short voice memo on your phone and send it to thehopperpodcast at gmail.com join us next time when we will discuss the best and worst things you can do with your tongue
1: wow that's fascinating yeah i gotta hear that it's episode. gonna be a good one
0: Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, join our Facebook group for more Hopper
1: goodness. The Hopper Podcast is sponsored this week by Ted. Ted? (laughs) Ted.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Ted.